What's going on, guys? It's your boy Val again. Just letting you know. You're looking at your phone right now before this starts, before you hear my rant. Rate, review, subscribe. Sideroom Podcast on Twitter, Facebook at the Sideroom Podcast, Instagram at Sideroom Podcast, or a little bit everywhere. So, yeah, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Republic. Look us up. Bumpers, thank you, bumpers, for giving this uh, platform once again. You know, BX Lou, Sportscast, Ken Dog, Real Men Reviews, me, myself, Val, Sidecast, your boy, J Rance, The Stoop. We're all here. So just like, subscribe, rate, review, comment. Let us know how we're doing, all right? Enjoy this. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Val from the Side Room Podcast. Throwing another sidecast at your way. Today, it's all a new segment I'm giving to y'all out there in podcast land. I'm calling it Wrestling With My Thoughts. Just a little uh, podcast, short one, just on how I'm feeling about the wrestling industry, pro wrestling industry, that is. What's going on? News, rumors, all that good stuff happening. And we're about to get that shit started right now, man, because I'm a little tight. You know, wrestling's gonna kind of going to hell right about now. Making bad moves, bad calls on every direction. Start for the biggest one right now. We were supposed to have a, a WWE event happening this Sunday called TLC. It's supposed to be having the reuniting S.H.I.E.L.D., Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. Sticking on like a clusterfuck opponent in a TLC match with like The Miz, The Bar, and Braun Strowman, and Kane. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. I was just trying to like, I guess, stack the odds against them. Well, cut that short right there because it seems like about 60% of the Raw roster was um, stricken by a case of meningitis. And if y'all don't know what that is, look it up, Google it. It's not pretty. Shitstorm, vomiting, all that stuff happening all over the place, a viral disease, very contagious. So, um, yeah, we were having the whole TLC card itself basically stripped and kind of had a makeshift happen with um, Stars from SmackDown doing some more interbranding. All right, so I'm going to go down right now and just have my thoughts about what's going on. Biggest thought here is when we did this whole brand extension, um... We're supposed to be separating the rosters. We're supposed to be having them maybe um, intertwined maybe two or three times a year for the most, you know? Now it's just like no respect to it. It's like, why did you even make this brand split happen if you're going to do intertwining? Um, you've been having it with different shows, shakeups happening twice a year, making no sense whatsoever. Um, this right here kind of it grinds my gears because of the fact that we're getting matches we didn't earn. Number one, we're getting a match because Bray Wyatt couldn't appear because of the illness. He's taking, uh, well, taking his place, excuse me, is going to be AJ Styles. 
from SmackDown taking on Finn Balor in demon form. And this is this is getting me tight because number one, we didn't earn this match. This is a match that we should have had down the road. You know, this is like a bullet club, club, battle club, whatever you want to say, storyline that could have been held for a year, but yet we're just getting it shoved down our throats for no damn reason whatsoever. And as much as I love the fact that we're going to get this fight, uh, it makes no sense. And it's going to be a throwaway match with no story to it whatsoever. Um, so yeah, that grinds my gears a little bit because that's, that's money right there. That's a wrestling caliber match right there that she kind of threw out the window for the sake of just fans. Um, and not to say the fans don't matter, but the same token, though, that's fan service right there. Just thinking that this will work for them to make them happy because they paid a ticket. You could have had different options, you know, and I'll go down with them. Another one is um, we're getting not the Shield reunion because Roman got ill, you know, due to the case, what happened there. So to take his place in this hellacious match, Kurt Angle is going to make his WWE Appearance for the first time in 10 years. He's been wrestling at different corporations and different industries. But at the same token, though, you know, my dude hasn't really had a competitive match in a hot minute. That's number one. And yeah, yeah, we all know it's fake. It's, it's wrestling. We, it's, a, it's our novella. I get that. That's cool. But, you know, what they do in the ring is dangerous. So my man, you know, is past his prime already. His past great matches like that. I, yeah, I do believe he has a, a couple of matches in his system he could still do. But, bro. Number one, this is your first match, and now you're having about four days advertised with no build-up whatsoever, no story to it. Another thing is that at your age right about now, not to say age is, there's a cap on anybody's age, you know, don't quote me on that. But the thing about it is that my man has a history of just injuries plaguing him, neck, spine, leg, you know... Anything right about now that you could probably think of of injuries, probably had a groin, you know, head injuries, concussions. So you're putting this old man in a spot where, number one, there's going to be tables, ladders, and chairs. He's going to be getting smacked around. He's going to be getting tossed. He's not going to be getting protected that much. You're getting people like Braun Strowman, who's a gigantic monster. You're getting people like um, Kane, who's in this match for no re reason. You're getting, like, The Bar, who's in this match. You know, a lot of hard-hitting people, and they're going to be smacking Kurt around. Dude does not deserve to be smacked around in his first match. You know, he could have had a solid build, so that's going to grind my gears right there. You know, I'd love to see Kurt fight, and it's going to draw some tickets, I guess, but the same token, this was a wasted opportunity. Um, my personal opinion with this, and this is just me, you could have paid Brock that money. You could have said, you know what, you're not at this appearance right now, but we're going to dish out some cash. And you know what, you and Braun, go have, whether a TLC match, a chair match, what have you, table match, and put on a clinic for a little bit. And just have that chemistry, just to make fans happy. Just a hardcore match of y'all just busting each other's asses. You know, you could have done that. But you didn't. You're, you're messing up continuity, you're messing up your continuity as a product uh, for no apparent reason whatsoever, thinking that's what's best for business. Another thing, too, with Balor, there's a lot of people out there. You could have had The Miz defend his title against Balor in a ladder match without the demon form, just for the hell of it. Um, there could have been a lot of things happening with this whole thing. You could have had a fatal four-way ladder match for the, for the IC title, making that the number one title for that brand if you couldn't get Brock. 
even with Enzo. You're pushing Enzo and, and Kalisto for this cru cruiserweight division. You could have made them have a ladder match to end the show off. This has been ending the Raw shows lately on a high note, too. Why not just do that? I mean, you had so many opportunities to have all your established talent on your brand step up, and you didn't. This is why you have talent on your brand. So you can go out there and give these people exposure, give these, these, these athletes some exposure to say, you know what, this is your test. Come save, save the show. But you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You just went the other way to say, this is a Band-Aid, and no one's going to remember the show. That's how I feel about it. No one's going to remember the show because it's a Band-Aid. We're not going to remember the first time we saw AJ Styles and Finn Balor fight in a WWE ring because it's a throwaway show. So yeah, it gets me tight because I'm a fan and I love the product. We're going to stray away from WWE for a second though because this doesn't necessarily grind my gears, but it's, uh, it, it, it just, it's weird because I, many people have given up on TNA, Impact, whatever you want to call it, Global Force Wrestling. I haven't. I still think that Impact Wrestling has a lot to give to the world. I think they have great characters. And I think they're in a positive direction, but they're still running in circles. And they haven't found the direction they need. They're fucking going to Ottawa for their quote-unquote WrestleMania Bound for Glory that's going to be on, I believe, November 4th. And the biggest promotion you're going to have is that you're going to one of the local pizzeria restaurants out there. And you're going to name one of their pizzas like the Impact Wrestling Pizza. And have your athletes go there just stuff their face on TV for no apparent reason. That's the promotion you're getting. I understand little by little, but you, you're a national organization that has TV behind you. You could have done some more spots. I mean, when, when uh, TNA was on Spike TV, you guys had direct TV. You had direct insurance. You had spots where you were all over the place to sponsor you. What's the problem right now? Why are you find these little itty-bitty things right about now that a smaller organization could actually um, accomplish and get? I, you know, I could probably get the Side Room Podcast Pizza, Brothers Pizza around here. But, you know, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I should do that. That'd be nice. But um, I'm not a, a big-time corporation. You know, I don't have millions and millions of dollars backing me up like Anthem does. So, in that case, you have your own radio show Anthem. You have your own... Um, Corporation for media and devices as well too. Plug that shit, bro. This is your opportunity to step up and say, you know what? We bought this company for a reason. We're gonna step it up. Not to fucking make a pizza pie at a local Ottawa restaurant. So it kind of grinds my gears a little bit, but I see progress with them. Lucha Underground, bro. You have a fantastic product. Your product, just like my boy Jay Rance was saying on his podcast for his review on the uh, Bushido Battleground. You know, El Rey is taking liberties with you guys just to do something different and be the, the alternate to what wrestling fans are looking for. You know, make it like a, a strong horror novella into a wrestling program, you know, throwing in Japanese, um, Hispanic luchador heritage into this as well, too, trying to, trying to be more of a character than what in ring is. But still, it's fun. It's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a miniseries, like a drama, crime drama. And it's an alternate, and you love it. You know, people out there love it. People, like, anybody's listening to me, you've probably seen Lucha on the Ground. You probably love seeing the characters on there, you know, like Pentagon Jr. and Prince Puma and things of that nature. So the fact that they can't really get their act together, too, and not even string along the next season, and it's been about a year since they had any, any notion to make it another season. You just lost Prince Puma. Pentagon Jr. doesn't even want to work for you guys anymore. Unless you kind of smooth his deal, make him like a top dog in that organization. You lost Johnny Mundo, who's on Impact Wrestling now. 
So you have people fleeing this 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 strong brand. It's a strong brand. You're, they're fleeing it because they don't know what's going on next. You don't. They don't have enough trust to say, you know, we're gonna stick around because we think, you know, this is gonna go somewhere different, or, or at least it's gonna be stable. You know, it's cool that they have a deal going on with Netflix, but Netflix is not producing them. El Rey is. You know, it, it it's tough because when you see something strive, when you see a good product out there, you want to see them succeed, but you also want to have a want them to have a vision, and. As a wrestling fan, I'm always looking for the next product that has a vision. Which leads me to my next thing, and it's going to be my final thing right here, because it's going to be a fast little rant that I'm going on for the wrestling industry, wrestling news out there, rumors, whatever. So, um, I know this is old news. Um, you know, before I even get to that, I was going to forget about this, because this is old news too, but this really grinds my gears too. Fuck that. WWE fires Jimmy Jacobs out of their creative team. For all this, um, him wearing the Bullet Club shirt and taking pictures with the Bullet Club for New Japan ROH. Bro, I think this is a, either two things happening. My boy, International Lou BX Lou, saying that it's an inside job, it's a work, as I see in the wrestling industry. Saying that these guys are just doing some inside business and it's promoting each brand. But when a dude loses his job, I don't think that's more promoting each other's brand. I think that's just Vince being selfish because people are making money. Behind his back. Good money, too. And this is all because of the Young Bucks. And they're getting their cease and desist for using the two sweet sign with their fingers. Um, as you know, if people do listen to the podcast, they're wrestling fans. You know that the Young Bucks, the Bullet Club, the Elite, they're all paying homage to the NWO, in a way. And using the two sweet signs and NWO language as well, too. It's just, you know, the best way um, they could give a homage to the NWO and the old industries of old stables as well too and Vince is just being a prick right now just saying nah I don't want that I own that so you can't do it you can't make money off of it and the Young Bucks are being smart Young Bucks Kenny Omega they're being the Cody Rhodes they're being the smartest people in the world right about now because every time Vince gives them something that they can't do they make a shirt about it making fun of what they can't do and that's one of the top sellers when it comes to Hot Topic when it comes to pro wrestling tees when it comes to different things they're one of the number one merch sellers when it comes to pro wrestling so this whole little feud is getting out of control because of the fact that now when Vince has seen another corporation make money at his own expense, he's seen one of their top writers hanging out with, I guess, the competition, quote unquote, I guess. Um, he fires the dude. Just having a titty tantrum. But guess what, dude? Jimmy Jacobs? Yeah, he was producing a lot of great stuff. But now that's going to your competition right about now. ROH, New Japan Wrestling. When New Japan makes their American expansion with Kenny Omega with that um, uh, new United States Championship they made. You got a new rider now. They got a new rider at their dispense that they can actually use to their advantage now making intricate storylines. And a little bit more adult storylines to get away from WWE now. How do you feel about that now? You lost one of your top riders for no reason. Just because you had a titty attack. And you gave it to two of your competitions now. So yeah, and guess what? The day he got fired, dudes made a shirt about Jimmy Jacobs joining the Bullet Club. Sold Hot Topic. Number one seller. What the fuck, bro? Come on now. Like, you're trying to make business, but you're also kind of catching titty tantrums for no reason whatsoever. So yeah, that grinds my gears. I'll put that to rest because I'm trying to, trying, to, trying to get back to the boys right about now. Have a good Saturday night. But um, my last topic, old news too. But this is cool. Like I said, I was talking about vision, having a corporation having vision out there. I feel that 
Billy Corgan, even though he he's going crazy out there talking about seeing seeing uh, aliens and seeing skin skinwalkers or rep, reptilians or whatever he's fucking talking about these days. Dude has a vision. He has a great wrestling mind. And one of my favorite things that he's doing right about now, he's been doing this whole year, but it was finalized, I believe, all October 1st, October 4th, don't quote me on that, is that he purchased the rights to the NWA Corporation. So he has the rights to all the titles for the NWA, a couple of backlogs as well, too, and the name itself. So he has one of wrestling's most prestige names, the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. And he's going to try to make something of this without the politics that Impact Wrestling was giving him before. And I have a lot of faith in this because, yeah, the NWA is a, is a broken brand, but guess what? Anything could be rebuilt, and especially when you have lineage behind you. You have those older titles, that, that Harley Race, that, that Ric Flair, you know, that Buddy Roberts title that, was, um, that survived all these years is still in his possession. And even though that's a very archaic brand, it's more of like a just a kind of a North American, maybe even um, going into South America as well, too, for some expansions. It's still an American brand, but for a small start, that's something that Billy Corgan can actually make good in this world. He can actually bring um, something as American as apple pie. I can't believe I'm saying that into the world again and make people like, damn, like, I remember when wrestling was like this again. I remember when wrestling was just about fights and not just about drama and gimmicks. He can give that alternative to the crowd as well, too. Um, I'm very excited about that because I love Billy Corgan's ideas when it comes to wrestling. You know, he's a great artist and all from Smashing Pumpkins. But the same token, though, I think that he can um, produce great TV. I think that he has great storylines. He has a great mind for the business. And I think he could take the NWA if he gets a television deal. A decent one, too. If he gets a good television deal, he can take this from point A to point B no time. Within two years, mark my words, two years, you're going to see the NWA be a force to reckon with when it comes to Impact Wrestling or ROH. So I'll, I'll have you quote me on that. Two years from now, watch. You'll see that. Uh, the future's looking bright when it comes to that in the indies. For WWE, though, I'm not sure. You know, as much as we love the fact that we're seeing all our favorite indie heroes, you know, Chris Hero, uh, Adam Cole, Red Dragon, you know, back in the indies, Roddy Str uh, Strong, um, I could go on and go on and go on. Uh, even Bobby Roode being on, and Shinsuke Nakamura being on SmackDown. As much as I love that, it pisses me off because they're getting buried for storylines that make no sense, number one. And two... There's no direction for their call-up whatsoever. There's no direction at all with the WWE. They're just like on autopilot. Like, I guess we'll, we'll fall into this. And it's tough because I've been a wrestling fan since I was about five years old. And I want to see WWE be the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. And, but at the same token, though, Vince McMahon said it. You know, competition is what's going to take you to the next level. Without a healthy dose of competition, you won't get anywhere. So I'm hoping I'm rooting for these young guys and rooting for these rooting for these corporations. I'm rooting for the indies, man. You know, championship wrestling from Arizona. I'm rooting for the indies. I'm rooting for everybody right about now to step up your game because WWE's falling off the game. So you guys need to pick up the pieces now. Impact, NWA, Lucha, ROH. Pick up the pace now. This is your chance right now to say, you know what? Fans is getting tired of this. Fans are getting screwed of this. They're, sh they're spending their hard-earned money trying to watch a, a program that makes no sense. Let's give them something now. So I challenge all you guys. You know, you guys hear my links. You guys, I've seen WWE like my link before. I've seen ROH like my link before. If you guys are listening to this, hopefully, 
step up your game because this is your opportunity now to take you from point A to point B. Anyway, guys, I'm signing off. It's been uh, awesome. There's going to be a podcast out tonight. Check it out. If anything, you'll see uh, BX Lou and Icy with the Pillow Talk that came out already. We're going to be doing some Riverdale reviews coming soon. We're going to be doing some group reviews just for movies coming out like Jigsaw with uh, Real Men reviews. A lot to come for the Cybering Podcast. You know, our next episode is going to probably be tonight as well, too. Do some live streams, so keep your mind and your eye on the side. Later.